1: Anyway, let's go ahead and start this because today is a very special episode of the Denisons because my guest is the legendary news personality Katie Kirk. and we're dis- That's right. We are discussing Katie's favorite movies, and one of them is The Parent Trap. And this episode also features the Parent Trap reunion that Katie moderated. It includes myself, Dennis Quaid, Lindsay Lohan, writer. Dennis director and
2: as, as Nick Parker, <laughs> oh, <right>. Nicky, <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick,
1: Modern <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, of course, and uh, director and writer Nancy Myers and Charles Shire, as well as producer Lisa and Walter si- and Simon Kuntz. And away we go.
2: It was so much fun, wasn't it, Dennis?
1: Oh, that was a blast. That was really, really a blast. Oh, I forgot Elaine Hendricks. Who could forget Elaine? Oh,
2: right. of course. Yes. Meredith. Hello. Yeah. Mer- Meredith Blake.
1: Meredith Blake. Nikki. She would call me. <laughs>
2: um, oh Nikki. that was so
1: much fun. But you know, we uh we did this uh a few weeks ago and uh we were really just waiting around for the right time to put it out. And I think America is ready now, don't
2: you? And the world. I think so. You know, Dennis, (laughs) it was so fun. And, um, you know, it was really in the beginning stages of the pandemic. And then the news was uh, overtaken by this movement for racial justice that Mm -hmm. has been a long time coming in my view. And it's been a very sustained effort and it, We didn't want to seem tone deaf, kind of doing something so light and fun. But we decided that a good peg for putting this out for your podcast and also for our video was the fact that it's the anniversary uh, of the premiere and the release of The Parent Trap uh, this week. So we thought this would be a fun kind of diversion for everyone to... I think really revisit a movie that was so seminal for so many people, not really for so. us, Dennis, but for our kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I what think, was your, you know, uh,
1: what was your inspiration for, well, for doing this?
2: I did an IG live. I was talking to people during the pandemic just to kind of give people a break. So I was talking to people on Instagram live, which, you know, is kind of funny, Dennis, as you know, everybody can talk to everybody. You know, it used to, you could only be an interviewer if you were on a television show or, you know, a morning show or whatever. Now I think everybody is a host of some kind or a journalist of some kind. I was doing this IG Live with Nancy, who I've always been a big admirer of. I love her movies. I don't know. She's just so fun and relatable and Everybody has kitchen envy for all her movies. Yeah. And so. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, it's the way she, the way she art directs her I films. Mean, beautiful, is, right? It's incredible. So
2: Lindsay Lohan popped into the comment section and was saying hi to us. And we hung up and said, wouldn't it be really, really fun to get the whole gang back together? And Adriana, who you've come to know, who's my researcher for the book I'm writing, Parent Trap is her favorite movie of all time. She's 23. And I think if you're like 23 to 30,
1: 33. Yeah, yeah 23
2: yeah. to 33 if you yeah. are that age it is a really important film of your childhood mm. and and of course it introduced the world to Lindsay lohan and we thought wouldn't it be great and much to our delight everybody was excited about the prospect of doing it it's and-
1: amazing because i at the same time it was like kismet because at the very same time i was trying to get together a parrot trap reunion too for the denizens and right. i i i talked to Lindsay and fact and then out of the blue uh i think it was nancy and you that emailed me and uh well we were on the same page
2: yeah it all came together
1: yeah so i whatsapped uh lindsey over in um dubai and everything else fell into place
2: yeah it was awesome
1: really great for you, what what was the parrot trap to you? That
2: I think it was. You know, I was actually thinking about it, Dennis, because it came out the summer after my husband died, and right. uh, in 1998. And um, you know, so I I'm try I don't exactly remember that whole period of my life was a bit of a blur. But I think when the cast talked about why it was so special. It was just such a fun movie. Lindsay was so captivating. You were adorable in it. As I told you, that scene with the two of you in the car. I mean, I don't usually use the the word the adjective dreamy, but you were you were dreamy, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> and
1: well, Nancy kept Nancy kept taking take after take after take until I got dreamy. She was <laughs> always saying,
2: "You were
3: actually she
1: asleep." Saying, <laughs> she was always saying, "Think Carrie Grant. Carrie Grant." Really? I like my life. Yes, my little one. Yes.
2: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's one of those movies that you watch many times over because it just makes you feel good and it's fun and Uh, The music is great. And all the actors, as Nancy said in our reunion are pitch perfect for their roles. Mm. And um, so, so I think for me, it's, it's very nostalgic, you know, my daughters when Jay died, so this is how I kind of measure their age. So Ellie was six and Carrie was two. So I think it's one of those movies we watched through the years. You know, it wasn't that kind of a one and done movie. It was something that kept coming back and that resonated and kind of tapped into the whole idea of summer camp. And um, so it was just, it just was, I think for my daughters and for kids that I, you know, all the kids I mentioned that are of a certain age, it just kind of, woven into the fabric of their childhoods and right. so you know that that's really I think delighting into the mo- in the movie and seeing it through my daughter's eyes is what kind of is appealing to me about the yeah. film
1: there you go I, I remember when the film came out Jack I believe was like he was six years old right because he and, um, he
2: and Ellie are the same age
1: yeah there go my kids on the four-wheeler okay <laughs> wearing helmets so, but, but anyway, when it came out, my kids were uh, six and I immediately became the king of the carpool line, ah. which is a role i never had before. And uh, still, uh, you know, I have a band and I can always tell there's a group, you know, there'll be uh, like a certain section of Parent Trap Girls right up front for, for just about every show we do. Oh, that's and so it's,
2: funny. It's,
1: it's great. Yeah, they have a certain look in their eye, you know?
2: You've done so many movies, Dennis. I mean, and you've been in so many great films. Is What do you think you're most known for when you look at kind of your quote-unquote body of work? Well, I, I would
1: have to say uh, probably Parent Trap uh, would be it. But then it's a generational thing. You know, uh, probably probably for boys, it would be, which is around within three or four years of, of that film, would be the rookie. Uh-huh. Know? Uh, for baseball and uh, but uh, you know there's a, for there was also Dreamscape and Snake Man and stuff but you know in the 70s and 80s 90s wow time is going by isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I'm multi-generational I in a way I remember you
2: Dennis and the big Lucy. <laughs> that was uh, I think didn't you have a kind of a pretty hot scene with Ellen Barkin in that movie
1: yes yeah a little bit a little bit, <laughs> but that was, uh, I think that that was, that particular year, there were all kinds of, um, well, let's just call it what it, we can't say that on the show, but <laughs> <laughs> those, they were, they were, they were, uh, uh having sex in, uh, various yes. places. Uh, yes. I think Kevin Costner had one. I had one. Bruce Willis had one. And so did Mel all in the Mel same Brooks? year. It was like, yeah. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Remember him? But
2: I no. But I was thinking about <laughs> Mel Brooks, Mel
1: Brooks yeah. having sex in various places. Mel Brooks having a sex scene. Now that would be, I'd pay to see that.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, I remember Mel Gibson. Oh, oh my
1: god! Oh, that was really great. But um, everybody showed up for this too. Even Simon, who was the butler. I loved his character. Martin. And and uh, Lisa Ann, who you played the Danny Elaine, of course, who is... Plays the, uh, Cruella DeVille character, I guess. It's the closest thing you can come to it. And, uh, cause we were using that reference while we were doing it. It was a Disney movie. <laughs> and, uh, we all had such a great time and I loved it when, when, uh, Lindsay and I did the scene in the car. It was so I, awesome. Yeah. I made sure the night before that I online, I found a script to the parent trap and I sent it to everybody before we did it. And, uh,
2: that was genius because yeah. that was sort of the highlight of the reunion. Because and also we had fun intercutting it with the film. Um, Your voice is a little more gravelly, Dennis, than it oh, was man. back in the day. Now but um, that was that was Katie. that was a really <laughs> really wonderful thing that we were able to include. So thank you for thinking of that. You think yeah. like a producer, Dennis.
1: Mm. I didn't tell Lindsay about it beforehand, so. In case she said no she wouldn't be able to
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> very very clever and you know, you know one of the most moving parts of the conversation I think Dennis and I think I saw you getting choked up was when we talked about Natasha Richardson yeah who was so wonderful in that role and who I also had the pleasure of getting to know personally because we had a house in the same area as she really? and Liam did in Millbrook New York and I'll never forget when I couldn't talk about this on the reunion because it didn't seem appropriate or germane, but when Jay was so, so sick, Liam and Natasha came by and and invited us to go on a hayride with them and their kids. And Uh Jay was just so painfully thin at the time, but um, she was so lovely to reach out in a very kind of perfect way. It didn't seem strange, it just seemed honestly just so generous and thoughtful. We also went to their house right after Jay had surgery for a luncheon and Vanessa Redgrave was there and Jolie Richardson. And you know, I really felt like I was yeah. sitting down with royalty. Right. And just such a kind, lovely person. And I just adored her in this movie as well. But when you think about her, what are you, I, I do you like how I turn the tables and I start interviewing you? But <laughs> what are what are some of your memories of her? Uh,
1: just what a Great, deep, beautiful soul she was. she loved her boys and Liam with all of her heart and strength missed them terribly when they weren't there and the relationship that she had with them you know, you could just see it and when she passed, it was heartbreaking. It was really, really heartbreaking. I've seen Liam a couple of times we we'd known each other uh Liam and I because we'd done a movie suspect a couple of decades ago and all I could say is God bless him. And I just, what a sweet yeah. soul. It was so, so but, sad
2: yeah. and such a, such a freak tragedy, you know, to. She
1: was such a great actress, but she was such a beautiful person at, in, in all ways. And a great mother and a, a great wife to Liam and she will be missed, still missed, but, um, and also you, Katie, um, along with me, you and Jay are the reason that I get a colonoscopy every two Yay. years. You know, that that happened. Uh, you yourself got a col- colonoscopy very famously on uh the Today Show, uh, that uh, after Jay had passed, and uh a whole generation of uh Americans, myself included, who knows how many lives that you and Jay have saved from that yeah, really. And uh, I can't thank you. Well, enough. you're
2: sweet to say that, Dennis, you know, it was uh, uh cancer, I think leaves you feeling so powerless. And when Jay was sick, he died, you know, nine months after his diagnosis, it was uh, so frustrating and so maddening. And you no, know, especially if you're a can do person and a problem solver, you know, and you feel like, oh we can we can we'll fix this we'll take care of this and every time we went to the doctor and got more good more bad news i would say don't worry we'll figure this out you know and it uh obviously we didn't and i think doing the colonoscopy was was very therapeutic for me as well and very healing for me because i was able to be proactive and you know this mm-hmm. is one of those cancers that is easily prevented if it's detected early and uh-huh. uh and and the fact that that I had this bully pulpit and I could take advantage of it and people then got screened and the number of colonoscopies or any kind of screening technique went went up dramatically. That was um, you know, it was bittersweet, honestly. It but it was it was gratifying that other Jays out there and Janes and you know, grandparents and aunts, uh-huh. uncles and sisters and brothers could go on living because because right. the cancer was detected. Or- and I remember you did a PSA for us, Dennis. Uh, That's for, right, yeah. for the National Colorectal Cancer Research Alliance. And I was so grateful. But I remember you got your colonoscopy. And did you have polyps or did were you? I had
1: uh I had two polyps mm-hmm. actually at that time. And so I had to come back for another one, which is in mm-hmm. two years. And then if you uh if you can go i think two after that it's every 4 years but if you get if you if you're clear they can give you a 4 year yeah i think it i that. think uh, every Greater doctor
2: It varies. Yeah, it varies. I think it depends on the size of the polyp, where the polyp was, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Everyone definitely needs to get a screening colonoscopy, at least by the age of 50 and really preferably the age of 45. That's the American Cancer Society's recommendation. And people Mm -hmm. of color actually are more predisposed to getting colon cancer. They don't really know why, but they definitely should get a screening colonoscopy at 45. So, you know, I'm excited about one day there being an easier test because colonoscopies are not a walk in the park, but you know, the prep is, is not the most fun thing you, you can do, no. but you know, I no, always tell people it's a lot, it's a lot more fun than being diagnosed with colon cancer. No kidding. And it's, it's painless. Yeah. Uh, and, and they give you they, good they shit you to knock you out. They,
1: oh, it, it's like a—that's the most wonderful nap I ever had. <laughs> and uh, and you wake up, you're so refreshed. And uh, especially with people like me who are always going and everything. I mean, no pun intended. <laughs> but I mean, always on the go. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to rest for a while. But uh, yeah, but you did. You were more than proactive about it. You really, you really did. You really saved a lot of lives with that uh now today uh i think for the pear trap we are um uh, we have another charity that we're yeah are
2: isn't that great working with Nancy. Yeah. nancy said um you know I, I think this would be really fun but i really mm. don't want to do it unless it can go you know help support a charity which i t- wholeheartedly agreed with and i've been a big fan of the world central kitchen Jose andres has made millions of meals for all over the world for people who need it, for frontline workers, mm. for communities that have been uh, disproportionately affected by the pandemic. He's supporting black owned businesses. He's just a real, uh, an incredible guy and such a saint. And. So uh, we're really urging people to, if they enjoy our little reunion and your podcast, uh-huh. to really support Jose, you know, Jose's incredible. And even
1: work. if they don't enjoy yeah. it still. <laughs> God,
2: exactly.
1: Please enjoy it and support Jose yeah. and, and the World Central Kitchen. And they can, they can make a donation by texting parent to 80100. Right. That's 80100 or go to www.wck.org. And
2: slash parent trap. Uh, parent
1: trap. Yeah. Slash parent trap. Yeah. Right on. And we'll re- we'll repeat that so that everybody's got it uh later on. But uh let's uh Katie, I, I really I can't thank you enough. This is it's just been fantastic. It's been really fun reconnecting you. with you,
2: uh, Dennis. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no kidding. You know, I think I was I was on the Today Show. I think it was like your first really week or something. Yes, yeah, I think I really do. That and, was in uh, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, you followed Jane Polly, I believe, right? I,
2: well, I I followed Deborah Norville. There was the okay. Jane, there was Polly, Jane Polly, Deborah, and then, Deborah and then I was followed. Was kind
1: of a Deborah, and then you then you came right. in. Yeah, and every time I came back, I would always say, "Hey, I, I want to talk to you." Kate." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you Dennis.
5: Yeah.
1: But thank you for uh, for being here and for dreaming up uh the parapetra. Well, for both unit. of us it's and
2: been a real collaboration and uh, yeah. it's been really really fun and I just uh I'm keeping my fingers crossed that people will enjoy it, kind of take a little trip down memory lane with all of you. I was just kind of the Not tour. Horrible. I was just the, the tour guide, Dennis, but um, I was, <laughs> I'm an enthusiastic uh, moderator. And I think it was just, it was so much fun. And so I just want to take this opportunity to thank Nancy and Charles and the entire cast for, for being part of it. Cause it was, it was, so. it was just a, you know what I think, It's a it's a hard time in our country. There's so much division. There's so much tumult. There's so much sadness, honestly, and so many people are struggling that hopefully this will be a time where they can, you know, this will put a smile on people's faces and, uh, you know, just just for a little while. And uh, we
1: could all use it. 2020 sucked. Yeah. So far. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, and I, I don't see it getting a lot better, but I, I don't either. I don't want to see the glasses <laughs> half empty, but
1: I'm uh, just going to sit here and clinch until yeah, it Yeah, exactly. I'm looking
2: forward to <laughs> But in the
1: meantime, relax. I usually enjoy the paratrack. I usually <laughs>
2: don't say I'm looking forward to being a year older, but in this case, I'm looking forward to being a year older. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, it's been it's been fantastic. And now, now the listeners of the Renaissance they get to hear a special extended director's cut of the reunion. And I know they'll enjoy it as much as we enjoyed it. Great, great,
2: talking, great talking to you, Dennis. You. Thank Best you. That's for sure.
6: Mwah.
2: I'm getting such a kick out of you all seeing each other. It's been 22 years, you guys. And this is really the first time this has happened?
7: Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, the rap party. You, you know, I've, I've watched The Parent Trap a million times, and I've even watched the things on YouTube behind the scenes of The Parent Trap. Was it well, as much fun as it looked to make this movie? Dennis, did you have a ball doing this?
1: I had a, such a blast doing this movie. The first thing I remember was meeting Lindsay at, I think it was some kind of a screen test or wardrobe test. You already had the part together and I remember thinking and you were 11 I think yeah and I, I remember thinking oh my God, god's one of the most talented people I've ever met period forget that she's 11 years old You were just so I was bowled over by just how outgoing and smart you were I couldn't believe it I knew it was gonna Thank be okay and then I actually thought there were two
8: <laughs> girls
1: I really did because your accent was so perfect yeah
8: I cut my hair short that day, and my my dad was there too. And he mm-hmm. was with Nancy and Charles and and kind of nervous for me. And then I didn't I, I think there was one moment where I almost looked to my dad to say dad in one of the lines, but then I would look back at you. Yeah. And you were just so nice to me and like helped me kind of take away the nerves. And I was so young and it was just so fresh for me. It was my first movie audition, my first screen test, my first time in front of people like Nancy and Charles and on a stage. So I was just like a kid and a pig and shit, will you say, I was really excited too. I was like, oh, I'm good, there's cameras everywhere. And it was just really a phenomenal experience.
1: You were a natural, it just like fell right into it.
2: Simon, you auditioned for the photographer, right? What he photograp- just
1: had to
7: sort of, I can't remember what he did. And um-
5: Bible shops.
7: There you go, yeah, it's the wedding shoot, that's right, the wedding shoot, that's right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I went in for one it's line fabulous. and thought, well, yeah, okay, I'll go for one <laughs> It was Charles and Nancy, and they both kind of went like this, and said, "Okay, look, uh, there's a park, he's called Martin. Go and have a little read, and come back and uh, have a look at Martin, shall we?" So I went away.
9: American how sound, Simon. I know. That I, I feel that was
7: terrible. I just did a voice tape someone, and they wanted American. <laughs> that's the best I could do. Say, so, "Hey, what the hell?" Hey, well, anyway, but yeah, so I went away, you know, one thing led to another, and uh, and uh, delighted to get it. What a, what a gift. What a beautiful part.
1: You and Lisa Ann were like, you were like choreographed. The the, the things, the, the bits, the, the things that you guys came up with was just yeah. absolutely perfect. It really gave it a charm, too. Well, I mean, I was blessed ordinary.
7: to have Lisa Ann to act opposite, so because it was like, I, all I had to do was stand there and, and you know, speak like that. <laughs>
9: <Yeah>. <laughs> she kind of.
7: Make and all I did
9: to fall in love with him, which I did a little bit, but he was well, too
1: plus you look very good in a speedo. Let's let's <laughs> uh, have confessed. <laughs> that.
9: That was that was, terrific. Nancy has posted terrific. a few little surprising things, and one of them was not tell me that he was gonna be in a speedo. <laughs> I remember that I wasn't allowed to tell you, I just almost said
8: we weren't allowed to tell you, as in Hallie and Annie, but I wasn't allowed to tell you either, remember?
9: Lindsay, I swear to you, one of my favorite moments is the look that I give him when he comes in that Speedo. I find myself now <laughs> when I watch it going, oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> down, take uh, 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 uh,
7: Next so, time you see it, next time you see it, count the number of props I managed to cover myself with. <laughs> I, said, I said, no, talking in in Speedo. I said, no, towel. Sunglasses.
9: I own
2: things to distract. Lisa Ann, did you guys do a lot of impromptu? As the shooting went on, did you kind of wing it every now and then?
9: Well, I will say this. There are scripts that you get, especially in comedy, where you go, eh, I'd say it like this, or let me judge that line, or eh, let me try an alternate joke, even. It's unnecessary in Nancy and Charles' script. I really found that it was like it was written for me. It was like it was written for Thelma Ritter graduating into Lisa. And I knew how to do that character, and it meshed completely. Our bits, like Simon and and myself, that was just because we got along so well. I think that was chemistry. But in terms of the words, no. Unless Nancy or Charles said... Hey, come up with something here for someone to say. I trust your comedy instincts. Or- I know one time that Nancy, when we did the sign, when you go six twenty-four years old,
8: and you started crying, and Nancy, and you were you were not crying, and you but you wanted to cry, and I remember you insisted on doing that with Nancy so many takes, and I was like, "What's the problem? You're doing so good," and I was so little to even say that, but you. Did so many takes, and the last take was the most incredible one because you just started bawling, and then I started crying, and oh, I was like mouthing your words because <laughs> I was, I think, off camera, like side of camera. I remember that, and I'll never forget that day of you just doing those lines, and it just it sticks in my head throughout the whole movie. Like I just wait for that scene.
2: Lisa you know? Anne, you had some trouble during the audition because you had a different kind of chemistry with Dennis, right?
9: He was such a an idol of mine, such a, all right, Dennis, you're right there, but you know this is true. I found he was so sexy. I was a huge fan of his for his entire career, and I was in love with his character in The Big Easy. So I had to completely shut that down and be like, he's my brother. So when I met him on the audition day, it that was the energy, and then Elaine came in, just to meet him, like, while I was finishing. And she sashayed in and sashayed out. And he looked at Nancy and Charles and said, really? And they said, "Uh uh-huh. And he was like, okay. And I went, yeah, my energy with him is nothing like that. On the last day we worked together, we were doing a scene on the boat, and I said, I'm never gonna see this man again. I'm gonna make him say a sexy line to me from the Big Easy. And I said, "You have to say a line for me." I I begged. Your luck's
1: it. about to change, Sha. Oh my God! I remember, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that.
9: Dennis, how many women have asked you to say that line? Because I didn't have to say the line. I just went, "Will you say a line for me from the Big Easy?" And he went,
1: "Your luck's about to change, Sha."
9: And I went, "That was
1: that, that was I, implied." Though <laughs> no, you're right about that. The script was so good and you know, meticulous. We were getting changes like all the time, but it'd be like. Uh, the And we had to, it was very meticulous, the way it was uh, turned out. And I really appreciated that at the time, rather than having to come <laughs> up with ideas every day. Mm.
2: Charles, I want to ask you about Meredith Blake. How did you know you had your woman with Elaine?
3: You know, I think with this movie, it's like with Simon. The minute Simon read that part, I think Nance and I knew we don't have to look any further. I don't remember seeing a lot of, do we see a lot of actresses for Elaine's part? I don't remember. I think I, think I was there with Hallie
4: when Elaine was reading one of the Oh days. really? <laughs> yeah. I came in. So the very, very first audition, I got the material last minute. And they said, hey, can you drive across town for this audition? I was like, oh, a last minute audition? All right. And I went and I did it. And the next thing I know, I have a call back. And I'm going into Nancy and Charles's office on the Disney lot. It was a Saturday. We were doing this chemistry read. I met Lindsay and I met Dennis and there was a fruit plate and all this food there. And they were like, do you want some food? And I was so nervous. I was like, no. And I sat (laughs) down and read with everyone. And Lisa was there. And we passed each other in the hall. And now
2: here we are, 23 years later. Elaine, you were so damn good as Uh. Meredith Blake. How did you channel such a nightmare? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
4: talk about this. Because at the time, yes, she was a nightmare. But Meredith has really come around now. Like, there's a whole generation who thinks Meredith is like, Hashtag goals so
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna ask you about that Elaine. What where what do you think of that sort of everybody? Re-examining Meredith Blake and thinking she's kind of a badass now
1: Corolla DeVille move over.
4: I know I love it. I love it so much because honestly and Nancy and Charles, I don't know if you all know this but this movie has had such legs and has become this like beloved iconic classic. I literally cannot leave my home and go out in public and not have someone stop me and say, oh, are you who I think you are? And I'm like, yes, I am. And they, ah, they scream and they're so excited. And so to have Oh my God, like, for me,
8: I'm, I'm done for life. I have red hair and freckles and I actually do. <laughs>
1: and I live in Dubai.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
1: uh, People put lizards on your head.
4: Yeah, but and now Meredith has become, you know, there was this online um, campaign,
2: a hashtag justice for Meredith Blake. Well, I love Nancy. I have to ask you about using the actress to play Meredith's mom, because one of my favorite lines is, Hello, Pat, you think <laughs> of me Aunt Vicky. No. Well, she was the
5: original Meredith. She was Vicky in the original. And we thought it would be fun. We just thought it'd be fun. She's still gorgeous and she still had it. She had a great time doing that, I think.
9: I think she, she did. It. You know, Nancy, we hung out, all of us in one room when we were shooting the hotel scene. We were in a room all together. All of the girls in one room just gossiping and having the best time. I have to say, like like Elaine said, you can't go down the street without getting recognized, and if we're together, it's double. People lose their minds. So I have to say thank you because you gave us to best friend.
4: <laughs> Lindsay, do you still
8: remember the handshake? I've been asked to do it, and yeah, I do, I do remember. I think there's a little bit where I mess it up, but I, I have had to learn it again. The most incredible thing about the parent trap in itself is even still younger generations and little kids that go to camp every consistent generation that you know we get well, it, still it knows the a to down, we're really? not aging with them <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have to stay the same just for all the new little kids that see it because it's everyone some people are my age now that were in camp when i was doing it i remember i went back to school and i didn't tell anyone that i had done a movie they were like but we just saw you in camp so you did do a movie. You didn't just disappear. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, I guess I did. And and we watched you in camp, but were you really in camp doing it? I was like, I guess so.
2: One of the reasons I thought the handshake worked so well, Nancy, is because the music. And I love the music in this film. And I don't da 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 da. I can't even remember what that song is. But the fact that the handshake was along with that music, it made it so much more fun. Were you and Charles obsessed with picking the right music? Because I also love the scene where Hallie gets to London. You have There She Goes playing, and you have that montage. Every time I go to London, I, I don't reenact that scene because I'm not that <laughs> weird. But I think about that scene because it was so cute. I think about that, too, when I go to London. It's absolutely yeah. true. I don't hang out with But
5: you do yeah. get that feeling of wanting to see everything on that drive from the airport, no matter how many times you've been yeah. there.
7: It's a really okay. interesting route that they chose to go from Heathrow Airport
9: to South <laughs> <laughs> As they oh. see
7: almost all the sights of London. it
8: okay, was yeah. a scenic route. <laughs> I'm just a kid in it. I want to see everything. Oh. He has to see everything. Sure, of course.
2: Logistically, it must have been really challenging. I know one of the reasons Lisa Ann and Elaine became so close is because you had to shoot every scene twice. This was, this was a, a Herculean feat at when you all shot this, not only for Lindsay, because I want to talk to her about the challenges of playing these two characters at just 11 years old, but from a director's point of view, how yeah. tough was that at that time?
5: Well, I'll be honest with you. When we started out, we did a day of... Um, I don't know if Lindsay did it with us or we we just had somebody there so we could learn how to do these kind of shots. And none of us knew how to do it. And we all were figuring it out on the day. And we actually had to, at a certain point, we brought in a different DP because it's really, really hard to to do these kind of shots. But we learned. And one of the things about me being a first-time director on this movie was directors get to ask for things and you often get them because you ask. And the day we're shooting that, you know, when they were on their camping trip, I looked up the mountainside. When I tell you they were bringing down, you know, equipment that was so enormous, I felt so guilty. And they said, we've never done these shots outside. For example, you shoot one girl, and then you go to lunch, you come back, you shoot the other girl. But when you're shooting outside, the sun is completely moved. So it was extremely tricky to shoot stuff outside. But it was actually ultimately a fun experience and experiment and it worked and even if you look at it now it looks pretty good it does Lindsay, yeah what was that like
1: Lindsay? what was it like going because you would disappear and come back and you know you'd be slightly changed and you really were like different girls
8: well definitely in the beginning for me it was the nail polish and the hair that was i remember testing when we had to do the nail polish to see how long the blue hard candy nail polish would take to put on and take off as how and Annie. <laughs> So I remembered that and that was how we first tested it to see the timing. And for me, it was just like fun because I was like, oh, okay. And I would just run, sit there, change everything and then start talking like this. Once the long hair was on, it felt very different for me. I, and I feel like, I don't know if this goes for all actors but once you put a wig on someone, yeah. you feel different. And I feel like almost people treated me differently when I was Annie. Because Annie was so much nicer and Hallie was Kind of like me. <laughs> I remember you <laughs> <saying that.
9: laughs> Liz. I remember <laughs> you saying that in when we were shooting the breakfast scene. I remember you saying, People treat me different when I'm like supposed to be the British girl, like like, <laughs> like I have more manners or something. Like you noticed it
8: then. It was but there was something it, different though, as well, because the the tone of her voice and had a sweeter tone. And and Barbara Berkeley helped me a lot with that, which was my dialogue coach. And she would kind of chime in. A lot, and I and I would get annoyed when she would tell me because I was like, "You're saying I'm not good at this?"
1: <laughs> well, what I remember is that I mean, any of us, if we were had to do an accent and do another character, I know how much angst I would go through throughout so, the entire movie. She just did it like
5: it was even uh, beyond that. Us, you might remember, we had a match to one take. And normally in the editing room, you can pick the take you want to use. I had to pick the take on the spot to match to it. And i would show it to you. I'd say, Lindsay, this is what we're matching yeah. to. Yeah, because I remember. It many times every
8: on your lap, actually. Yeah. And Charles and you'd be you'd be pointing and then you'd be like, oh, but a booby, just go do
5: it. <laughs> Lindsay, but the thing was that you and I would do, which I always thought was amazing how you could pull it off, was I would point out to you, do you see how your hand is up when you're Hallie? Now when you come back as Annie, you can't be doing that again. I remember you said
8: our hand on hip was the big thing too, because then also the lighting would be different. It wouldn't match.
2: And did you ever slip into Hallie when you were supposed to be Annie, or Annie when you were supposed to be Hallie? I think the funniest parts came in when, when Hallie
8: was playing Annie, and Annie was playing Hallie. Even for me at 10, I do remember, how I was like, well, I kind of want her to sound like her because she's faking it. So there's a little bit of a New York accent sometimes when Annie is Hallie, I feel like a tiny bit, just to show that she's pretending because I wanted people to
2: see that she's pretending. Otherwise, it was just really confusing. (laughs) I'd love to go around and ask what everybody, if they have a favorite scene from this movie, because there's so many great scenes. I have one with Simon, actually. Okay, tell us, what was your favorite?
8: It was when we were filming the scene before we walk into God Godmaster Soul, uh, Natasha. When we were standing outside the doorway, and I kept making you laugh, Simon. I kept—I don't know what I kept saying, but I kept trying to make you laugh, and I wouldn't stop talking. And, and you were <laughs> like, you were like, uh, you called me a pipsqueak, and you were like, get on, get on in there, you little pipsqueak. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I had like the little pink robe on and my little pink like hair thing. <laughs> And I we just kept laugh. I just remember that day we were laughing so much.
1: We did. Ed, laugh what laugh. about yeah. you? Uh, see, I made mean, this probably two. One is the falling in the swimming pool because that really that 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 was a big mm-hmm. one with uh, my four-year-old son at the time, Jack. Right. And uh, I love the uh, like the elevators coming up and down the elevators where you're switching. Everybody's passing each other and almost missing. It's it's so well choreographed. It's like from some classic movie in the '30s. And uh, you're really beautifully done.
4: Well, I mean, I, I would say the whole camping sequence is probably my favorite. That and the swing set. I remember on the swing set, Nancy said, hey, I want to try something. When Meredith does this, then Annie does this. And when, or no, Hallie, sorry, Hallie does this. And when Meredith does this, then, you know, we had that whole mimicking thing going on. But in the, the camping sequence, in real life, I'm a total tomboy love nature outdoors girl so to do that was true acting for me but i loved being in, just being out there in nature and it but it started getting cold and i think i kind of got a little touch of hypothermia
1: oh the the, the lake water is like
4: 40 degrees yeah it was was, really cold but i also you know i I wasn't complaining i was had the best job in the world so i was happy to be there this is for elaine
3: yeah,
5: When you were out in the lake, didn't we put bird food on your face?
4: Little bird, like so that...
3: The bird stayed there, yes. The bird, <laughs> the bird stayed there. there. And so
4: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and we shot that both in Lake Arrowhead and on the lot of Sony and this giant swimming pool you all made to look like the lake. That's and right. I had those red nails and you all would put food on me. And then also then the bird would start like, like going <laughs> on my nails and the train was like, he thinks your nails are strawberries. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like turning into the birds. You, you have a
2: little going on there. Exactly.
9: exactly. <laughs> <We're gone. laughs>
2: Lisa Ann, what about you? When you think about that movie, was there a favorite scene other than uh, seeing Martin in a speedo?
9: Well, they also surprised me with uh, having him uh, pop a ring in front of me during our photo shoot for the the end (laughs) wedding. So that was another surprise that Nancy and Charles did, which was great. But every mom that was a fan of the movie from back when it aired to today says they love the I am Annie scene and that Lindsay brought up. I think that's because I I was a mother at that point of two children. Now I have identical twins born on October 11th. So it's crazy. So crazy, which I called you Nancy. You told names. me that. You me. You put some kind of woojoo on me. I, but, I got twins uh, too. Yes, I know. Yeah. A, but I think moms respond to it in particular because I used to have to leave my kids. When my daughter was only five weeks old, I went back on the road to do stand-up. And that's kind of the work that I was using, the, the before the threshold work as an actor, every time I did that scene, was having to leave my daughter. So that sadness, that, oh my God, you're my baby, was real every time. So I think that's why it probably affected Lindsay, too. And she did such a great job on the other side that I just loved her. I loved her.
2: Do you have a favorite scene, Simon?
9: I mean for the one I don't or watching
7: the movie, I mean I always like the moment when Candice just turned suddenly to, to, to whichever one she had at the time and said, You speak in French?
8: No, it's Mestuplaisons oh. Gespère, maladite my... pas toi, Ce not possible, j'ai right?
7: Are
1: you speaking French? <laughs>
7: <laughs> it was such a great, little, I don't know why, it just, it's oh always been right at that moment. It's like, awesome. the, you know, the people are twigging, it's all starting to I fall apart that. in a beautiful <laughs> way. I can't
2: it's a Before we go, I thought I would go around and ask you, what do you think it is about this remake or about this movie that has really endured and stayed in the hearts of so many people. And I'll start with Lisa Ann.
9: You know, a lot of movies that um, Nancy and Charles have done over the years or have written are ones that I stop and watch whenever they come on. Uh, If I see one of their movies come on, I'll be like, oh, I'm home, I'm safe, I'm comfortable. And I think that all of that is true with The Parent Trap is that it makes you believe in the possibility of love. It has the old romantic movie throwback, it has comedy, it has familial love and parental love, and it embraces everybody. Simon, what about you?
7: Pretty good job, Lisa i will Yeah, I mean, it's got a kind of classic kind of feel to it. It's the good chemistry between the actors, it's a good script, and it's funny, and it's charming, and it's warm, and everybody can watch it, so it's ageless, it's timeless, that's why.
3: Well, I think uh, I think in all the movies that we made, we tried to make movies that weren't of the moment, that they would last. I think the other thing is that this movie had the fantasy of getting your parents back together. You know, and so many people, so many kids come from broken homes. I did, and it fulfilled that dream for kids. Plus, I think we had two, you know, we had three romance, uh, two romances that adults could relate to, also.
2: Mm. Elaine.
4: I think people love to see a movie about a young woman who tries to get a man in her life and then gets bullied by two kids. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's anything new that I could say right now, but then I think it is about love, about connection, about dreams, hopes and dreams coming true. I think people long for that. It's such a beautiful movie.
2: So you just get swept up in it. Nancy, what about you? I just want to remind people, this was the first movie you ever directed, so it must have a very special place for you.
5: Oh, no, without a doubt. For me, the love of Parent Trap goes back to when I was 11 when the movie came out, and I was in love with that movie. And anytime it would come on TV until I was an adult, I would watch The Parent Trap. And for me, besides the love, the hope, the kind of dreamy quality to it all, was there's another you somewhere. What if there's another? I always loved the, um, it was like magic. It was like, you know, there's another person like me that I can have this relationship with more than a sister, as they say in the movie. We're twins. Uh, You know, and I know the truth of that is that's a kind of a tough scenario, but somehow the original writers of, of The Parent Trap um, got around that, and I think we, as our group, kind of got around that too, and made it more about love and loss and finding and hope. Dennis,
3: I too grew
1: up on the first Parent Trap. I was the perfect age when it came out. Haley Mills, I had such a crush on her as well as everybody did. But it was that idea of being able to fool your parents and all that. When ours came up, Charles, you said you know you have tried not to make movies of your times, but you know. That was a very special time. There were a lot of people having kids back in the 90s, too, as, as I remember. We were all kind of at that age. But this movie just had some sort of stardust that was just sprinkled on it. just happened uh, in the ether throughout the filming of it and put it together. and it just, it just really sparkles. It's special. It resonates emotionally with every age.
5: Also, one other thing I'd like to add is the cast of the movie is spectacular. Everybody in every part was right on. And also, LL, we discovered a big star, you know, we discovered somebody that everybody fell in love with.
7: (sighs) Well, thank you. Uh,
2: (laughs) You're going to make me cry. Lindsay, this must have been such an extraordinary experience for you. I'm sure now you're being reminded why. What was it like and what is it like looking back at this time in your life when you were just uh, 11 years old and starring in a movie, not only as the lead, but both leads.
8: <laughs> it just felt like a really incredible learning experience for me and a lot of fun. And, and I, I, my parents were kind of separating at the time when this was all going on. And it made it a lot easier for me to play these characters that were figuring it out. And it was a good distraction in a way to experience that at the same time, but then play these roles and then see how it's helped younger kids over generations. My parents are friends now. I'm like, if if they've ever fought again, like, watch The Parent Trap, literally. It's such a timeless film. And I just felt so lucky and really blessed by Nancy and Charles. Like, without this movie, I wouldn't even be sitting, probably wouldn't even really, like, acting more after it. And yeah, it was a lot of months. But how do you go back to being normal after that? How do you not want to only act for the rest of your life after... Doing a film like this with such great actors and Nancy and Charles and and just everything that they make touches, it just turns to gold. I mean, their movies are infectious. And and The Parent Trap, I mean, it's just, it touches every single generation in every single way. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's It's timeless and it's special. It's just really special.
2: That's so nice. And Nancy and Charles, I hope you feel good about this because this was such a gift. It's so wonderful to hear about such a lovely experience for everybody. As somebody who's enjoyed the movie a million times, I just want to say thank you for making it. And to all of you, thank you for being in it. I
8: just want to say something quickly because it feels like I've seen everyone just yesterday. It's cool that we're all here, here together, and I really
9: appreciate so it. So thank you, you, Lindsay. Oh my god, you are, uh, I literally am going to do the line. You're so beautiful and so big. Uh, <laughs> but Lindsay. I love you,
0: Lindsay.
9: The same way you are now, just going from work, right out of being a little girl, running around, holding your little baby brothers and sisters on your hip, and then right onto set and working. And I just was so impressed with you. And I'm, I'm so happy to see everybody here, really. I'm gonna cry.
4: I was young when we made that movie, and I'm older now, and I can really appreciate I mean, Lindsay would come to set and be dancing and singing, and then you would come in, and you wouldn't miss a beat, you wouldn't miss a line, it would get direction, okay, do it. I mean, that's, no it amazing. was, I learned a lot, though, from
8: from every, even you, Elaine, just like, and, and Nancy Charles, just, Every single one of you from that age, I've taken with me whether it be lighting, whether just every single detail that you I watched everyone do on the film, I've learned so much just from that film. Mm. And it's probably really hard for other people that I've worked with because I'm like, no, I know that this light's supposed to go there, and I remember (laughs) you put it there. I learned so much, and it and it sticks with you. It really
2: does. I mean, all of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I hope it won't be 22 years until you get together again because obviously you guys <laughs> have such a special bond. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye guys.
1: See you. Thanks for listening today. If you would like to donate to the World Central Kitchen to help provide meals, fresh meals to communities in need. To make a donation, text parent to 80100. That's text parent to 80100. Or go to www.wck.org slash parent trap. www.wck.org slash parent trap. Thanks.
4: Support for this podcast comes from Twilio. Right now, businesses all over the world are trying to reinvent how they connect with the world. Whether you're delivering packages, treating patients, or running a global customer support center, your customers need you to invent new ways to stay connected. Twilio is the platform that millions of developers trust to build seamless communications experiences with phone calls, text messages, video calls, and more. It's time to build. Visit twilio.com to learn more. That's T-W-I-L-I-O dot com.
7: I've got grade school questions and a million dollars to give away. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Let's go.
3: Get ready. One of the most popular
7: game shows of all time is coming to Audio Up as a podcast. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
3: podcasts.
7: The Renaissance The Renaissance The busiest in the biz
1: You do know who it is. It's Dennis Quaid. That's him you okay, do, well, let's go ahead and start this. because today is a very special episode of the Renaissance because my guest is the legendary news personality, Katie Kirk. And the we're the Renaissance. Sp- that's right. We are discussing Katie's favorite movies, and one of them is *The Parent Trap*. And this episode also features the *Parent Trap* reunion that Katie moderated. It includes myself, Dennis Quaid, Lindsay Lohan, writer, director, and as
2: as Nick Parker. (laughs) That's right, (laughs) Nicky. Nick, Nick, Nick.
1: (laughs) Lindsay Lohan, of course. And uh, director and writer, Nancy Myers and Charles Shire, as well as producer, Lisa and Walter and Simon Kuntz. And away we go.
2: It was so much fun, wasn't it, Dennis?
1: Oh, that was a blast. That was really, really a blast. Oh, I forgot Elaine Hendricks. Who could forget Elaine?
2: Oh, right. of course. Yes. Meredith. Hello. Yeah, Mar- Meredith Blake.
1: Meredith Blake. Nikki, she would call me. <laughs> Oh, um, that was so much fun. But, you know, we, uh, we did this uh, a few weeks ago and uh, we were really just waiting around for the right time to put it out. And I think America is ready now, don't you? And the world.
2: I think so. You know, Dennis, <laughs> it was so fun. And, um, you know, it was really in the beginning stages of the pandemic. And then the news was uh, overtaken by this movement for racial justice that uh-huh. has been a long time coming in my view and it's been a very sustained effort and it we didn't want to seem tone deaf kind of doing something so light and fun but we decided that a good peg for putting this out for your podcast and also for our video was the fact that it's the anniversary uh of the premiere and the release of the parent track. Uh, This week. So we thought this would be a fun kind of diversion for everyone to, I think, really revisit a movie that was so seminal for so many people, not really for us, Dennis, but for our kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What was your
1: uh, what was your inspiration for, for doing this?
2: I did an IG live. I was talking to people during the pandemic just to kind of give people a break. So I was talking to people on Instagram live, which, you know, is kind of funny, Dennis, as you know, everybody can talk to everybody. You know, it used to, you could only be an interviewer if you were on a television show or, you know, a morning show or whatever. Now I think everybody is a host of some kind or a journalist of some kind. I was doing this IG Live with Nancy, who I've always been a big admirer of. I love her movies. I don't know. She's just so fun and relatable. And everybody has kitchen envy for all her movies. And so. uh,
1: (laughs) Oh, it's the way she, the way she art directs her films. beautiful, right? It's incredible. So
2: Lindsay Lohan popped into the comment section and was saying hi to us. And we hung up and said, wouldn't it be really, really fun to get the whole gang back together And Adriana, who you've come to know, who's my researcher for the book I'm writing, Parent Trap is her favorite movie of all time. She's 23. And I think if you're like 23 to 30.
1: 33. Yeah, yeah 23
2: yeah. to 33 if you yeah. are that age it is a really important film of your childhood mm. and and of course it introduced the world to Lindsay lohan and we thought wouldn't it be great and much to our delight everybody was excited about the prospect of doing it
1: it's and- amazing because i at the same time it was like kismet because at the very same time i was trying to get together a parrot trap reunion too for the denizens and right. i i i talked to Lindsay and fact and then out of the blue uh I think it was Nancy and you that emailed me and uh well we were on the same page
2: yeah it all came together
1: yeah so I whatsapped uh Lindsay over in um Dubai and everything else fell into place
2: yeah it was awesome
1: really great for you, what what was the parrot trap to you? That I
2: think it was, you know, I was actually thinking about it, Dennis, because it came out the summer after my husband died and right. uh, in 1998. And, um, you know, so I, I'm trying, I don't exactly remember. That whole period of my life was a bit of a blur. But I think when the cast talked about why it was so special, it was just such a fun movie. Lindsay was so captivating. You were adorable in it. As I told you, that scene with the two of you in the car. I mean, I don't usually use the the word the adjective dreamy, but you were you were dreamy, Dennis. Uh,
1: <laughs> and well, Nancy kept Nancy kept taking take after take after take until I got dreamy. She was always saying
2: <laughs> you were actually she asleep.
1: Saying, <laughs> she was always saying, think Carrie Grant. Carrie Grant.
2: Really? Oh,
1: my life. Yes, my little one. Yes.
2: Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's one of those movies that you watch many times over because it just makes you feel good and it's fun and uh, the music is great, and all the actors, as Nancy said in our reunion, are pitch perfect for their roles. Mm. And um, so so I think for me, it's it's very nostalgic. You know, my daughters, when Jay died, so this is how I kind of measure their age. So Ellie was six, and Carrie w- was two. So I think it's one of those movies we watched through the years. You know, it wasn't that kind of a one-and-done movie. It was something that kept coming back and that resonated and kind of tapped into the whole idea of summer camp. And um, so it was just, it just was, I think, for my daughters and for kids that I, you know, all the kids I mentioned that are of a certain age, it just kind of wo- woven into the fabric of their childhoods. And right. so, you know, that that's really, I think, delighting into the in the movie and seeing it through my daughter's eyes is what kind of is appealing to me about the yeah, film
1: there you go I I remember when the film came out Jack I believe was like he was six years old right because he, um, he
2: and Ellie are the same age
1: yeah there go my kids on the four-wheeler okay <laughs> wearing helmets so Good. but but anyway when when it came out my kids were uh 6 and I immediately became the king of the carpool line ah. which is a role I never had before and uh still uh you know I have a band and I can always tell there's a group you know there'll be uh, like a certain section of parent trap girls right up front for for just about every show we do oh that's and so it's,
2: funny it's
1: it's great yeah, they have a certain look in their eye, you know?
2: You've done so many movies, Dennis. I mean, and you've been in so many great films. Is t- What do you think you're most known for when you look at kind of your quote-unquote body of work?
1: Well, I, I would have to say uh, probably Parent Trap uh, would be it. But then it's a generational thing. You know, uh, probably probably for boys, it would be, which is around within three or four years of, of that film, would be the rookie. Uh-huh. Know? Uh, for baseball. And, uh, but, uh, you know, there's a, for, there was also Dreamscape and Snake Man and stuff. But, you know, in the 70s and 80s, 90s, wow, time is going by, isn't it?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
1: I guess I'm multi generational in a way. I remember you,
2: Dennis, in the big <laughs> easy. That was, uh, I think, didn't you have a kind of a pretty hot scene with Ellen Barkin in that movie?
1: Yes. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, but that was, uh, I think that that was that particular year, there were all kinds of, um, well, let's just call it what it, we can't say that on the show, but <laughs> those, they were, they were, they were, uh, uh having sex in, uh, various yes. places. Uh, yes. I think Kevin Costner had one. I had one. Bruce Willis had one. And so did Mel all in the Mel same Brooks? year. It was like, yeah. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Remember him? But I no, but I was
2: thinking about <laughs> Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks yeah.
1: having sex in Mel various Brooks. places. Mel Brooks having a sex scene. Now that would be I'd pay to see that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember Mel Gibson. Oh, oh my
1: God. Oh, that was really great. But um everybody showed up for this too. Even Simon, who was the butler. I loved his character. Martin. And and uh Lisa Ann, who you played the Danny, Elaine, of course, who is Plays the, uh, Cruella DeVille character, I guess. It's the closest thing you can come to it. And, uh, cause we were using that reference while we were doing it. It was a Disney movie. <laughs> and, uh, we all had such a great time and I loved it when, when, uh, Lindsay and I did the scene in the car.
2: It was so I, awesome.
1: Yeah. I made sure the night before that I online, I found a script to the parent trap and I sent it to everybody before we did it. And, uh,
2: that was genius because yeah. that was sort of the highlight of the reunion. Because and also we had fun intercutting it with the film. Um, your voice is a little more gravelly, Dennis, than it oh, was man. back in the day. Now but um, that, was, day, that was that was that was a really <laughs> really wonderful thing that we were able to include. So thank you for thinking of that. You think yeah. like a producer, Dennis.
1: Mm. I didn't tell Lindsay about it beforehand, so. case she said no she wouldn't be able to
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) very very clever and you know one of the most moving parts of the conversation I think Dennis and I think I saw you getting choked up was when we talked about Natasha Richardson who was so wonderful in that role and who I also had the pleasure of getting to know personally because we had a house in the same area as she and Liam did in Millbrook New York and I'll never forget when I couldn't talk about this on the reunion because it didn't seem appropriate or germane, but when Jay was so, so sick, Liam and Natasha came by and and invited us to go on a hayride with them and their kids. And Uh Jay was just so painfully thin at the time, but um, she was so lovely to reach out in a very kind of perfect way. It didn't seem strange, it just seemed honestly just so generous and thoughtful. We also went to their house right after Jay had surgery for a luncheon and Vanessa Redgrave was there and Jolie Richardson. And you know, I really felt like I was yeah. sitting down with royalty. Right. And just such a kind, lovely person. And I just adored her in this movie as well. But when you think about her, what are you, I, I do you like how I turn the tables and I start interviewing you? But <laughs> what are what are some of your memories of her?
1: Uh, just what a Great, deep, beautiful soul she was. she loved her boys and Liam with all of her heart and strength missed them terribly when they weren't there and the relationship that she had with them you know, you could just see it and when she passed, it was heartbreaking. it was really, really heartbreaking. I've seen Liam a couple of times we we'd known each other uh Liam and I because we'd done a movie suspect a couple of decades ago and all I could say is God bless him, and I just what a sweet yeah. soul. That was
2: so so it's, sad yeah. and such a such a freak tragedy, you know. To she was
1: such a great actress, but she was such a beautiful person at, in in all ways, and a great mother, and a, a great wife to Liam. And she will be missed, still missed. But, um, and also you. Katie, um, along with me, you and Jay are the reason that I get a colonoscopy every two Yay. years. You know, that that happened. Uh you yourself got a col- colonoscopy very famously on uh the Today Show, uh, that uh, after Jay had passed, and uh a whole generation of uh Americans, myself included, who knows how many lives that you and Jay have saved from that. Yeah. Really, and uh, I can't thank you. Well, you're
2: sweet to say that, Dennis. You know, it was uh, cancer, I think, leaves you feeling so powerless. And when Jay was sick, he died, you know, nine months after his diagnosis. It was uh, so frustrating and so maddening. And, you know, especially if you're a can-do person and a problem solver, you know, and you feel like, oh, we can, we can, we'll fix this. We'll take care of this. And every time we went to the doctor and got more good, more bad news, I would say, don't worry, we'll figure this out. You know, and it, uh, obviously we didn't. And I think doing the colonoscopy was, was very therapeutic for me as well. And very healing for me because, I was able to be proactive and you know, this Uh is one of those cancers that is easily prevented if it's detected early. And, uh, uh, and and the fact that, that I had this bully pulpit and I could take advantage of it and people then got screened and the number of colonoscopies or any kind of screening technique went, went up dramatically. That was, um, you know, it was bittersweet, honestly, but it was, it was gratifying that, other J's out there and Jane's and, you know, grandparents and aunts, mm-hmm. uncles and sisters and brothers could go on living because, because right. the cancer was detected. Or- and I remember you did a PSA for us, Dennis, um, That's for, right, yeah. for the National Colorectal <laughs> Cancer Research Alliance. And I was so grateful, but I remember you got your colonoscopy and did you have polyps or did were you?
1: I had, uh, I had two polyps mm-hmm. actually at that time, and so I had to come back for another one, which is in mm-hmm. two years. And then if you uh, if you can go, I think two after that. It's every four years, but if you get if you if you're clear, they can give you a four year. Yeah, I think it. I that. think
2: uh, every Greater doctor. It varies. Yeah, it varies. I think it depends on the size of the polyp, where the polyp was, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Everyone definitely needs to get a screening colonoscopy, at least by the age of 50 and really preferably the age of 45. That's the American Cancer Society's recommendation. And people Mm -hmm. of color actually are more predisposed to getting colon cancer. They don't really know why, but they definitely should get a screening colonoscopy at 45. So, you know, I'm excited about one day there being an easier test because colonoscopies are not a walk in the park, but you know, the prep is, is not the most fun thing you you can do, no. but you know, I no, always tell not. people it's a lot, it's a lot more fun than being diagnosed with colon cancer.
1: If, no kidding. And it's, it's painless. Yeah. Uh, And And they give you good shit to knock you out. Oh, it's like a—that's the most wonderful nap I ever had. (laughs) And uh, and you wake up, you're so refreshed. And uh, especially with people like me who are always going and everything. I mean, no pun intended, (laughs) but I mean, always on the go. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to rest for a while. But uh, yeah, but you did—you were more than proactive about it. You really, you really did. You really saved a lot of lives with that. Uh, now, today, I uh, think for the pear trap, we are uh, we have another charity that we're, yeah, are
2: isn't that great working with Nancy yeah. Nancy said,, um, you know, I, I think this would be really fun, but I really mm. don't want to do it unless it can go, you know, help support a charity, which I t- wholeheartedly agreed with. And I've been a big fan of the World Central Kitchen. Jose Andres has made millions of meals for all over the world for people who need it, for frontline workers, mm. for communities that have been uh, disproportionately affected by the pandemic. He's supporting black owned businesses. He's just a real, uh, an incredible guy and such a saint. and. So uh, we're really urging people to, if they enjoy our little reunion and your podcast, mm-hmm. to really support Jose, you know, Jose's incredible And even
1: work. if they don't enjoy yeah. it still. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Please enjoy it and support Jose yeah. and, and the World Central Kitchen. And they can, they can make a donation by texting parent to 80100. Right. That's 80100 or go to www.wck.org. And
2: slash parent trap. Parent trap.
1: Yeah. Slash parent trap. Yeah.
2: Right
1: on. And we'll re- we'll repeat that so that everybody's got it uh later on. But uh let's uh Katie, I, I really I can't thank you enough. This is it's just been fantastic. It's been really fun reconnecting
2: you. with you, uh, Dennis. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no kidding. You know, I think I was uh, I was on the Today Show. I think it was like your first really, or something. Yes. Yeah. I think I really do. That and, was in uh, 1991. Yeah, you followed Jane Polly, I believe, right? Uh,
2: well, I, I followed Deborah Norville. There was the okay, Jane there was Polly, Polly, Deborah, and then, Deborah and then I followed. It was kind
1: of a Deborah. And then you, then you right. came in. Yeah. And every time I came back, I would always say, hey, I, I want to talk to you, Kate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you,
2: Dennis. Yeah,
1: but thank you for uh, for being here and for dreaming up uh, the pair. Well, Trapper for both Union. of us, it's and been
2: a real collaboration, and uh, yeah, it's been really, really fun. And I just uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that people will enjoy it, kind of take a little trip down memory lane with all of you. I was just kind of the Not tour, adorable. I was just the the tour guide, Dennis, but um, I was, <laughs> I'm an enthusiastic uh, moderator and I think it was just, it was so much fun. And so I just want to take this opportunity to thank Nancy and Charles and the entire cast for, for being part of it. Cause it was, it was, so. it was just a, you know what I think, It's a it's a hard time in our country. There's so much division. There's so much tumult. There's so much sadness, honestly, and so many people are struggling that hopefully this will be a time where they can, you know, this will put a smile on people's faces and, uh, you know, just just for a little while. And uh, we
1: could all use it. 2020 sucked. Yeah. So far. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, and I, I don't see it getting a lot better, but I, I don't either. I don't want to see the glasses half empty, but uh I'm just gonna
1: sit here and clinch until yeah, it counts. exactly. I'm
2: looking forward to <laughs> but in the
1: meantime, relax. I usually
2: enjoy the paradigm. I usually <laughs> don't say I'm looking forward to being a year older, but in this case I'm looking forward to being a year older. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, it's been it's been fantastic, and now, now the listeners of the Renaissance they get to hear a special extended director's cut of the reunion, and I know they'll enjoy it as much as we enjoyed it.
2: Great, great, great talking, talking to talking you, Dennis. You. Thank That's you. That's for sure. Mwah.
1: There comes a point in every man's life when he wishes for a simpler time, a time when working from home and building a fence, social distancing was a day of fishing and going west involved more than just moving to the other end of the couch. Unfortunately, time machines haven't been invented, but travel machines have. They're made by Duke Cannon, and they come in the form of a big-ass brick of soap. And while all of them have the power to transport you, only the scents found in Frontier 40 will take you straight into the rugged, untouched wilderness. Each of the four scents in the Frontier 40 campfire, fresh-cut pine, Leaf and & Leather and Midnight Swim comes in a 10-ounce brick that'll leave you smelling like the best elements Mother Nature has to offer. Though it may be tempting to get off the grid, let's be honest, we don't have the time. Instead, satisfy your wanderlust right from your shower with a nature-inspired sense of the big-ass bricks of soap in the Frontier 40. Visit DukeCannon.com and use promo code Dennis D-E-N-N-I-S for 10% off your next order. Free shipping with orders over $20, a selection of Duke Cannon products are also available at your local Target.
3: In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense.
6: Everybody know how to meet halfway to make a baby, but don't know how to meet halfway and establish a relationship with a parent.
3: No back talk.
6: But I just out. said I'm gonna be there, though, right? listen, No, you took yourself away. Well, I just I said i Okay, focus. ladies, 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 don't talk when I'm talking.
7: And no shame. She was having sex with another guy.
6: So you are actually one out of three. Right. You know, what? ain't no shame in my game no more. I did what I did what I did when I did it.
3: Just results.
6: Mr. Jackson. You are the father. I'm the father of this child, and I'm a step-up. There are still limitless possibilities for your life. Live it. Own it. Be it. Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the
3: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm getting such a kick out of you all seeing each other. It's been 22 years, you guys, and this is really the first time this has happened?
7: Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think- That's the wrap of party. You know, I've, I've watched The Parent Trap a million times, and I've even watched the things on YouTube behind the scenes of The Parent Trap. Was it What's as that? much fun as it looked to make this movie? Dennis, did you have a ball doing this?
1: I had such a blast doing this movie. The first thing I remember was meeting Lindsay at, I think it was some kind of a screen test or wardrobe test. You already had the part together. And I remember thinking, you were 11, I think? Yeah. And I I remember thinking, oh my God, one of the most talented people I've ever met, period. Forget that she's 11 years old. You were just so, I was bowled over by just how outgoing and smart you were. I couldn't believe it. I knew it was going to be you. a P.P. And then I actually thought there were two
8: <laughs> <laughs> girls.
1: I really did because your accent was so perfect. Yeah.
8: I remember I cut my hair short that day. And my my dad was there, too. And he mm-hmm. was with Nancy and Charles and, and kind of nervous for me. And then I didn't. I, I think there was one moment where I almost looked to my dad to say, Dad, in one of the lines. But then I would look back at you. Yeah. And you were just so nice to me and, like, helped me kind of take away the nerves. And I was so young and it was just so fresh for me. It was my first movie audition, my first screen test. My first time in front of people like Nancy and Charles and on a soundstage. So I was just like a kid and a pig in shit, will you say, I was really excited too. I was like, oh, I'm going!" there's cameras everywhere. And it was just really a phenomenal experience.
1: You were a natural, it just like fell right into it.
2: Simon, you auditioned for the photographer, right? What's he just
7: had to sort of—I can't remember what he did—and um,
2: Bible shops.
7: There you go. Yeah, it's the wedding shoot. That's right. The wedding shoot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I went in for one it's line, fabulous. and I thought, well, yeah, okay, I'll go in for one. <laughs> it was Charles and Nancy, and they both kind of went like this, and we said, "Okay, look, uh, there's a park. He's called Martin. Go and have a little read, and come back and uh, have a look at Martin, shall we?" So I, I went not away. Not
9: how Americans sound, Simon. I know. I was terrible.
7: I just did a voice tape someone, and they wanted American. <laughs> That's the best I could do. So hey, what the hell? Hey, well, it's anyway. But yeah, so I went away. You know, one thing led to another, and uh, and uh, delighted to get it. What a what a gift! What a beautiful car.
1: You and Lisa Ann were like. You were like choreographed the the, the things, the bits, the, the things that you guys came up with was just yeah. The Absolutely perfect. You really gave it a charm too. Well, I mean, I was blessed to have
7: Lisa Ann <laughs> Ant- to act opposite. So, because it was like, I, all I had to do was stand there and, and you know, speak like that.
9: <laughs> and way kind of so. I do was fall in love with him, which I did a little bit, but he was. Well,
1: too- Plus, you look very good in a Speedo. <laughs> let's let's get away out of confess. <laughs> oh, that,
9: that was terrific. That 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 did a few little surprising things, and one of them was not tell me that he was going to be in a speed up. <laughs> I remember that I wasn't allowed to tell. You. I just
8: almost said we weren't allowed to tell you, as in Hallie and Annie, but I wasn't allowed to tell you either. Remember.
9: <laughs> Lindsay, I swear to you, one of my favorite moments is the look is that I give him when he comes in that Speedo. I find myself there when I watch it going, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> down, take uh, 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 uh. Next so,
7: time you see it, next time you see it, count the number of props I managed to cover myself with. <laughs> I, said, I said, no, just walk in in Speedo. I said, no, towel.
9: Sunglasses,
2: I don't think to distract. Lisa Ann, did you guys do a lot of impromptu? As the shooting went on, did you kind of wing it every now and then?
9: Well, I will say this there are scripts that you get, especially in comedy, where you go, "Eh, I'd say it like this, or let me judge that line, or "Eh, let me try an alternate joke, even. It's unnecessary in Nancy and Charles's script. I really found that it was like it was written for me. It was like it was written for Thelma Ritter graduating into Lisa. And I knew how to do that character, and it meshed completely. Our bits, like Simon and and myself, that was just because we got along so well. I think that was chemistry. But in terms of the words, no. Unless Nancy or Charles said... Hey, come up with something here for someone to say, I trust your comedy instincts. I <laughs> know one
8: time that Nancy, when we did the sign, when you go out of 11, it's 24 years it's old, and you started crying. And Nancy and you were you were not crying and you but you wanted to cry. And I remember you insisted on doing that with Nancy. So many takes. And I was like, What's the problem? You're doing so good. And I was so little to even say that. But you Did so many takes. And the last take was the most incredible one because you just started bawling. And then I started crying. And I was like, mouthing your words. (laughs) Because I was I think off camera, like side of camera. I remember that. And I'll never forget that day of you just doing those lines. And it just, it sticks in my head throughout the whole movie. Like I just wait for that
9: scene.
2: Lisa Ann, you had some trouble during the audition because you had a different kind of chemistry with Dennis, right?
9: He was such a, an idol of mine, such a, all right, Dennis, you're right there, but you know this is true. I found he was so sexy. I was a huge fan of his for his entire career, and I was in love with his character in the Big Easy. So I had to completely shut that down and be like, he's my brother. So when I met him on the audition day, it that was the energy, and then Elaine came in, just to meet him, like, while I was finishing. And she sashayed in and sashayed out. And he looked at Nancy and Charles and said, really? And they said, "Uh uh-huh. And he was like, okay. And I went, yeah, my energy with him is nothing like that. On the last day we worked together, we were doing a scene on the boat, and I said, I'm never gonna see this man again. I'm gonna make him say a sexy line to me from the Big Easy. And I said, "You have to say a line for me." I I. Begged luck's
1: it. about to change, Sha. Oh my God! I remember, that. <laughs> I, remember that. I remember that.
9: Dennis, how many women have asked you to say that line? Because I didn't have to say the line. I just went, "Will you say a line for me from the Big Easy?" And he went,
1: "Your luck's about to change, Sha. And
9: I went, I was, hey, uh, "That was that was
1: implied." <laughs> no, you're right about that. The script was so good and you know, meticulous. We were getting changes like all the time, but it would be like. Uh, the and we had to, it was very meticulous the way it was uh, turned out. And I really appreciated that at the time rather than having to come up with ideas every day. Mm.
2: Charles, uh, I want to ask you about Meredith Blake. How did you know you had your woman with Elaine?
3: You know, I think with this movie, it's like with Simon. The minute Simon read that part, I think Nance and I knew, we don't have to look any further. I don't remember seen a lot of, do we see a lot of actresses for Elaine's part? I don't remember. I think I, think I was there with
5: Hallie
4: when Elaine was reading one of the oh, days. Oh, really?
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. I came in. So the very, very first audition, I got the material last minute. And they said, hey, can you drive across town for this audition? I was like, oh, a last minute audition? All right. And I went and I did it. And the next thing I know, I have a call back. And I'm going into Nancy and Charles's office on the Disney lot. It was a Saturday. We were doing this chemistry read. I met Lindsay and I met Dennis and there was a fruit plate and all this food there. And they were like, do you want some food? And I was so nervous. I was like, no. And I (laughs) sat down and read with everyone. And Lisa was there. And we passed each other in the hall.
2: And now here we are, 23 years later. Elaine, you were so damn good as Uh. Meredith Blake. How did you channel such a nightmare? (laughs)
4: Let's talk about this. Because at the time, yes, she was a nightmare. But Meredith has really come around now. Like, there's a whole generation who thinks Meredith is like, Hashtag
2: goals. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. I was going to ask this. you about that, Elaine. What, where, what do you think of that? Sort of everybody re-examining Meredith Blake and thinking she's kind of a badass now.
1: Cora Deville, move
5: over.
2: I know. Oh, I love it. I love it so much because, honestly,
4: and Nancy and Charles, I don't know if you all know this, but this movie has had such legs and has become this like beloved iconic classic. I literally cannot leave my home and go out in public and not have someone stop me and say, oh, are you who I think you are? And I'm like, yes, I am. And they, ah, they scream and they're so excited. And so to have Oh my people- God, for me,
8: I'm, I'm done for life. I have red hair and freckles and I actually do. <laughs> and I live in yeah. Dubai. Oh,
4: hello. <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, people you put know. lizards on your head. Yeah, but and now Meredith has become, you know, there was this online um,
2: campaign, a hashtag justice for Meredith Blake. Well, I love Nancy. I have to ask you about using the actress to play Meredith's mom, because one of my favorite lines is, hello pet you <laughs> can call me aunt Vicky. No. well she was
5: the original Meredith. she was vicky in the original and we thought it would be fun we just thought it'd be fun she's still gorgeous and she still had it she had a great time doing
9: that i think she, i think she, she did it, you know nancy we hung out all of us in one room when we were shooting the hotel scene we were in a room all together all of the girls in one room just gossiping and having the best time. I have to say, like like Elaine said, you can't go down the street without getting recognized. And if we're together, it's double. People lose their minds. So I have to say thank you because you gave us that friend. <laughs> Lindsay,
8: do you still remember the handshake? I've been asked to do it. And yeah, I do, I do remember. I think there's a little bit where I mess it up, but I, I have had to learn it again. The most incredible thing about the parent trap in itself is even still younger generations and little kids that go to camp, every consistent generation that you know we get, still
5: it, knows it the fast fast track, down, we're really?
8: not aging with them. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have to stay the same just for all the new little kids that see it. Because it's everyone, some people are my age now that were in camp when I was doing it. I remember I went back to school and I didn't tell anyone that I had done a movie. They were like, but we just saw you in camp. So you did do a movie. You didn't just disappear. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I guess I did. And and we watched you in camp, but were you really in camp doing movies? I was like, I guess so.
2: One of the reasons I thought the handshake worked so well, Nancy, is because the music. And I love the music in this film. And I don't, da-da-da-da-da. I can't even remember what that song is. But the fact that the handshake was along with that music, it made it so much more fun. Were you and Charles obsessed with picking the right music? Because I also love the scene where Hallie gets to London. You have There She Goes playing and you have that montage. Every time I go to London... I, I don't reenact that scene because I'm not that <laughs> weird, but I think about that scene because it was so cute. I think about that too when I go to London. It's absolutely, yeah. true. don't hang out. I,
5: but you do get yeah. that feeling of wanting to see everything on that drive from the airport, no matter how many times you've been yeah. there.
7: It's a really okay. interesting route that they chose to go from Heathrow Airport to San <laughs> <England, laughs> As they um. see almost all the sites of London. Okay, it was
8: yeah. a scenic route. Really. <laughs> I'm just a kid in it. I want to see everything. Oh. He has to see everything. Sure, of course.
2: Logistically, it must have been really challenging. I know one of the reasons lisa Anna, Al- and Elaine became so close is because you had to shoot every scene twice. This was this was a, a Herculean feat at when you all shot this, not only for Lindsay, because I want to talk to her about the challenges of playing these two characters at just 11 years old, but from a director's point of view, how yeah. tough was that at that time?
5: Well, I'll be honest with you. When we started out, we did a day of... Um, I don't know if Lindsay did it with us or we, we just had somebody there so we could learn how to do these kind of shots. And none of us knew how to do it. And we all were figuring it out on the day. And we actually had to, at a certain point, we brought in a different DP because it's really, really hard to to do these kind of shots. But we learned. And one of the things about me being a first-time director on this movie was directors get to ask for things and you often get them because you ask. And the day we're shooting that, it, you know, when they were on their camping trip, I looked up the mountainside. When I tell you they were bringing down, you know, equipment that was so enormous, I felt so guilty. And they said, we've never done these shots outside. For example, you shoot one girl, and then you go to lunch, you come back, you shoot the other girl. But when you're shooting outside, the sun is completely moved. So it was extremely tricky to shoot stuff outside. But it was actually ultimately a fun experience and experiment and it worked. And even if you look at it now, it looks pretty good. It does. Yeah, what was that like,
1: Lindsay? What was it like going, because you would disappear and come back and you'd know, be slightly changed and and you really were like different girls.
8: Well, definitely in the beginning for me, it was the nail polish and the hair. That was, I remember testing when we had to do the nail polish to see how long the blue hard candy nail polish would take to put on and take off as Hallie (laughs) and Annie. So I remembered that, and that was how we first tested it to see the timing. And for me, it was just like fun because I was like, oh, okay. And I would just run, sit there, change everything, and then start talking like this. Once the long hair was on, it felt very different for me. I, and I feel like, I don't know if this goes for all actors, but once you put a wig on someone, yeah. you feel different. And I feel like almost people treated me differently when I was Annie because Annie was so much nicer and Hallie was... Kind of like me. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you romantic-
9: saying, okay. Liz, I remember about- you saying that in when we were shooting the breakfast scene. I remember you saying, people treat me different when I'm like supposed to be the British girl, like like <laughs> like I have more manners or something. Like you noticed it then. It was but there was something different though as well, because the, the tone of her voice,
8: Annie had a sweeter tone. And and Barbara Berkeley helped me a lot with that, which was my dialect coach. And she would kind of chime in. A lot, and I and I would get annoyed when she would tell me because I was like, "You're saying I'm not good at this?"
1: <laughs> well, what I remember is that I mean, any of us, if we were had to do an accent and do another character, I know how much angst I would go through throughout so, the entire movie. She just did it like
5: it was even uh, beyond that. Because you might remember, we had a match to one take. And normally in the editing room, you can pick the take you want to use. I had to pick the take on the spot to match to it. And they'd show it to you. I'd say, Lindsay, this is what we're matching yeah. to. Yeah, because I remember. It many times every day. Time.
8: On your lap, actually. And Charles, and you'd be you'd be pointing. And then you'd be like, oh, bubby just go do it.
5: <laughs> Lindsay, but the thing was that you and I would do, which I always thought was amazing how you could pull it off was, I would point out to you, do you see how your hand is up when you're Hallie? Now, when you come back as Annie, you can't be doing that again. I remember you said
8: our hand 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 on hip
5: was a big thing too, because then also the lighting would be different. It wouldn't
8: match.
2: Lindsay, did you ever slip into Hallie when you were supposed to be Annie, or Annie when you were supposed to be Hallie? I think the funniest parts came in when, when
8: Hallie was playing Annie, and Annie was playing Hallie. Even for me at 10, I do remember, how I was like, well, I kind of want her to sound like her because she's faking it. So there's a little bit of a New York accent sometimes when Annie is Hallie, I feel like a tiny bit, just to show that she's pretending because I wanted people to see that she's pretending. Otherwise it was just really confusing.
2: (laughs) I'd love to go around and ask what everybody, if they have a favorite scene from this movie, because there's so many great scenes. I have one with Simon actually. Okay, tell us, what was your favorite?
8: Was when we were filming the scene before we walk into God rest her soul, uh, Natasha. When we were standing outside the doorway, and I kept making you laugh, Simon. I kept—I don't know what I kept saying, but I kept trying to make you laugh, and I wouldn't stop talking. And, and you were <laughs> like, you were like, uh, you called me a pipsqueak, and you were like, get on, get on in there, you little pipsqueak. <laughs> okay. yeah.
4: And I had like the little
8: pink robe on and my little pink like hair thing. <laughs> And I we just kept la- I just remember that day we were laughing so much. We did Ed, laugh
1: what laugh, about yeah. you? Uh see I mean there's probably two. One is the falling in the swimming pool because that really that 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 was a big mm-hmm. one with uh my four-year-old son at the time, Jack. Yeah. And uh I love the uh like the elevators coming up and down the elevators where you're switching, everybody's passing each other and almost missing it's it's so well choreographed. It's like from some classic movie in the thirties. Yeah, uh, you're really beautifully done.
4: Well, I mean, I, I would say the whole camping sequence is probably my favorite. That in the swing set. I remember on the swing set, Nancy said, hey, I want to try something. When Meredith does this, then Annie does this. And when, or no, Hallie, sorry, Hallie does this. And when Meredith does this, then, you know, we had that whole mimicking thing going on. But in the the camping sequence, in real life, I'm a total... Tomboy, love nature, outdoors girl. So to do that was true acting for me. But I loved being in, just being out there in nature. And it, but it started getting cold. And I think I kind of got a little touch of hypothermia.
1: Oh, the, <laughs> and, the, the lake water is like 40 degrees.
4: Yeah, it was, it was really cold. But I also, you know, I, it was, I wasn't complaining. I was I had the best job in the world. So I was happy to be there. This is for Elaine. Yeah. When you were out in the lake, didn't we put bird food on your face? Little bird, like so that...
3: The bird stayed there, yes. The bird, <laughs> the bird stayed there. there. And, so <laughs>
4: <I> would- <laughs> and we shot that both in Lake Arrowhead and on the lot of Sony in this giant swimming pool you all made to look like the lake. That's and right. I had those red nails and you all would put food on me. And then also then the bird would start like, like face <laughs> and on my nails and the train was like, he thinks your nails are strawberries. And I'm like, okay, Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like turning into the birds. You, you had a little
2: playing. tippy going on there.
9: Exactly. exactly.
2: <laughs> Lisa Ann, what about you? When you think about that movie, was there a favorite scene other than uh, seeing Martin in a
9: Speedo? <laughs> <laughs> well, when he they also surprised me with uh, having him uh, pop a ring in front of me during our photo shoot for the, the end <laughs> wedding. So that was <laughs> another surprise that Nancy and Charles did, which was great. But every mom that was a fan of the movie from back when it aired to today says they love the I am Annie scene and that Lindsay brought up. I think that's because I I was a mother at that point of two children. Now I have identical twins born on October 11th. So with, crazy. So crazy, which I called you Nancy. You told me well. that. You woojooed me. You put some kind of woojoo on me. I but, got uh, twins too. Yes, I know. Yeah. A, but I think moms respond to it in particular because I used to have to leave my kids, when my daughter was only five weeks old, I went back on the road to do standup. And that's kind of the work that I was using the, the before the threshold work as an actor. Every time I did that scene was having to leave my daughter. So that sadness that, oh my God, you're my baby was real every time. So I think that's why it probably affected Lindsay too. And she did such a great job on the other side that I just loved her. I loved her.
2: Do you have a favorite scene, Simon?
9: I mean for the one I don't
7: or watching the movie, I mean I always like the moment when Bandit just turned suddenly to, to, to whichever one she had at the time and said, are You speak in French?
8: No, it's me oh. too plaisant j'espère, pas un c'est pas possible, right?
1: You speak in French? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Look, I don't know why. It just it oh always right that moment. It's like awesome. the, you know the people twigging. It's all starting to fall that. apart in a beautiful
8: way.
2: Thank you for saying,
7: Jesse.
2: <laughs> Before we go, I thought I would go around and ask you, what do you think it is about this remake or about this movie that has really endured and stayed in the hearts of so many people? And I'll what? start with Lisa Ann.
9: You know, a lot of movies that um, Nancy and Charles have done over the years or have written are ones that I stop and watch whenever they come on. If I see one of their movies come on, I'll be like, oh, I'm home, I'm safe, I'm comfortable. And I think that all of that is true with The Parent Trap, is that it makes you believe in the possibility of love. It has the old romantic movie throwback, it has comedy, it has familial love and parental love, and it embraces everybody Simon, what about you?
7: Pretty good job, Lisa, Simon, we well Yeah, I mean, it's got a kind of classic kind of feel to it. It's the good chemistry between the actors. It's a good script, and it's funny, and it's charming, and it's warm, and it, everybody can watch it. So it's ageless, it's timeless. That's
3: Charles? Well, I think, uh, I think in all the movies that we made, we tried to make movies that weren't of the moment, that they would last. I think the other thing is, that this movie had the fantasy of getting your parents back together. You know, and so many people, so many kids come from broken homes. I did, and it fulfilled that dream for kids. Plus, I think we had two, you we had three romance, uh, two romances that adults could relate to also.
2: Mm -hmm. Elaine?
4: I think people love to see a movie about a young woman who tries to get a man in her life and then gets bullied by two kids. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's anything new that I could say right now, but then I think it is about love, about connection, about dreams, hopes and dreams coming true. I think people long for that. It's such a beautiful
2: movie. So you just get swept up in it. Nancy, what about you? I just want to remind people, this was the first movie you ever directed, so it must have a very special place for you.
5: (laughs) Oh, no, without a doubt.
2: For me, the love
5: of Parent Trap goes back to when I was 11 when the movie came out. And I was in love with that movie. And anytime it would come on TV until I was an adult, I would watch The Parent Trap. And for me, besides the love, the hope, the kind of dreamy quality to it all was there's another you somewhere. What if there's another, I always loved the, um, it was like magic. It was like, you know, there's another person like me that I can have this relationship with more than a sister, as they say in the movie, we're twins. Uh, you know, and I know the truth of that is that's a kind of a tough scenario, but somehow the original writers of, of The Parent Trap, Um, got around that. And I think we as our group kind of got around that too and made it more about love and loss and finding and hope. Dennis
1: I too grew up on the first parent trap. I was the perfect age when it came out. Haley Mills, I had such a crush on her as well as everybody did. But it was that idea of being able to fool your parents and all that. When ours came up, Charles, you said, you know, you've tried not to make movies of your times, but you know. That was a very special time. There were a lot of people having kids back in the 90s, too, as, as I remember. We were all kind of at that age. But this movie just had some sort of stardust that was just sprinkled on it. just happened uh, in the ether throughout the filming of it and put it together. And it just, it just really sparkles. It's special. It resonates emotionally with every
9: age.
5: Also, one other thing I'd like to add is the cast of the movie is spectacular everybody in every part was right on and also ll we discovered a big star you know we discovered somebody that everybody fell in love with
2: Ooh.
5: well thank you uh,
2: i mean you know, I... Dance, you're gonna make me cry <laughs> lindsay this must have been such an extraordinary experience for you i'm sure now you're being reminded why what was it like and what is it like looking back at this time in your life when you were just uh, 11 years old and starring in a movie, not only as the lead, but both leads.
8: <laughs> it just felt like a really incredible learning experience for me and a lot of fun. And, and I, I, my parents were kind of separating at the time when this was all going on. And it made it a lot easier for me to play these characters that were figuring it out. And it was a good distraction in a way, to experience that at the same time, but then play these roles and then see how it's helped younger kids over generations. My parents are friends now. I'm like, if if they've ever fought again, like, watch The Parent Trap, literally. It's such a timeless film. And I just felt so lucky and really blessed by Nancy and Charles. Like, without this movie, I wouldn't even be sitting, probably wouldn't even really, like, acting more after it. And yeah, it was a lot of months. But how do you go back to being normal after that? How do you not want to only act for the rest of your life after doing a film like this with such great actors and Nancy and Charles and and just everything that they make touches, it just turns to gold. I mean, their movies are infectious. And and The Parent Trap, I mean, it's just, it touches every single generation in every single way. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's It's timeless and it's special. It's just really special.
2: That's so nice. And Nancy and Charles, I hope you feel good about this because this was such a gift. It's so wonderful to hear about such a lovely experience for everybody. As somebody who's enjoyed the movie a million times, I just want to say thank you for making it. And to all of you, thank you for being in it.
8: I just want to say something quickly because it feels like I've seen everyone just yesterday. It's cool that we're all here here together, and I really appreciate. So happy it. happy so to thank
9: be you, Lindsay. You. Oh my God, you are! Uh, I literally am going to do the line. You're so beautiful and so big. Uh, <laughs> but but Lindsay, the same way you are now, just going from work right out of being a little girl running around holding your little baby brothers and sisters on your hip, and then right onto set and working. And I just was so impressed with you. And I'm I'm so happy to see everybody here, really. I'm gonna cry.
4: I was young when we made that movie and I'm older now, and I can really appreciate. I mean, Lindsay would come to set and be dancing and singing, and then you would come in and you wouldn't miss a beat, you wouldn't miss a line, it would get direction. Okay, do it. I mean that's no it worries. was I learned a lot though
8: from from every even you, Elaine, just like and and Nancy Charles just. Every single one of you from that age, I've taken with me whether it be lighting, whether just every single detail that you I watched everyone do on the film, I've learned so much just from that film. Mm. And it's probably really hard for other people that I've worked with because I'm like, no, I know that this light's supposed to go there, and I remember <laughs> you put it there. I learned so much, and it and it sticks with you. It really does.
2: I mean, all of you, thank you please, so much. Please. Yeah. I hope it won't be 22 years until you get together again because obviously you guys have such a special bond.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Katie. Thank you. Bye, Liz. Bye,
5: guys. Bye,
1: See you Thanks for listening today. If you would like to donate to the World Central Kitchen to help provide meals, fresh meals to communities in need, to make a donation, text parent to 80100. That's text parent to 80100 or go to www.wsk.org slash parent trap. www.wsk.org slash parent trap. Thanks.
3: In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense.
6: Don't talk when I'm talking.
3: Just results.
6: Mr. Jackson, you are the father. (laughs) Live it, own it, be it. You see it?
3: Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Hi, I'm Jingle Jared.